Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My guests tonight on Bent Notes have a broad range of experience across the artistic worlds of music and acting. One from a family already steeped in jazz, with his father being one of the names in the industry, and the other coming from country Victoria to study jazz at the Victorian College of the Arts, before travelling with a number of bands, then becoming a contestant on Australia's first series of Australian Idol, then moving on to television hosting and acting, before becoming a clothing brand ambassador on the sides of buses. What a list of activities uh, he has achieved. It is my pleasure to welcome to the Bent Note studio, Steve Settergreen and Axel Whitehead. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, for, you. thank you for having us. Sorry, Axel, yeah. go for it. No, it's great to be here. What a building. It's amazing. <laughs> I think it was in the old building. Was it in the city or Collingwood? The we, old were, we were in the city. That's right. At, in uh, Burke Street. Two, Burke Street. 225 Burke Street, yeah, right up on the ninth floor. Do you ever have concerts just in the little amphitheatre there? It looks like a great little spot It's there a for- great little amphitheatre in the Victorian Pride Centre, and there was a gig this afternoon, and we had some fantastic sounds. It was really pumping. Mm. Literally, we we were sitting uh, just outside in the office space and we were part of it. It was absolutely amazing. I think we have to organise something to come play. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Big it, times. Big times, yeah. I think that would be a fantastic idea. Great. Excellent. Let's, let's organise something. We'll pop it on the list for one of the afternoons coming up. Steve, it's lovely to have you back in studio. It uh, has been a while. I think it was 2019 when we were chatting about the three set of greens at the time. Interestingly, with a special guest vocalist on that show in Axel Whitehead. Yeah, of course. Axel's been part of the family for a long time. Um, uh, We love Axel. He's just such a great jazz performer. Yes, he's a man of multi-talents. He can perform, he can act, he can do all that stuff. But he really understands the sense of jazz for me, the sense of freedom. That's what it's really about and not trying to take risks and be yourself. We had a great show just recently at Bird's Basin where I just brought him as a guest and he wowed, the, wowed everyone down. It was fantastic. They're still talking about it. He's going to do his own show in about a month or so. So I'm really looking forward. And I'm going to be, he's been asked me nicely to play with him, so I'm looking forward to playing with him. I love playing with him. So he's moved from guest to headliner. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're a good-looking a vocalist like as a whitehead, you, 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 you get you get you get the big time, you know. <laughs> well, that that's a, a fantastic way to go, Axel. That says a lot. Yes, yes. I uh, it's a beautiful room. It's been a while since I was sort of out of the scene a little bit. I was over in America doing some acting, and then I was out of the scene due to a bit of some back troubles, and and now getting back playing live, it's a fantastic feeling. I'm in great hands with uh, with Stevie, and yeah, Birds is a great room. You know, it's. Everyone can hear really well. Everyone's got enough room. The sound system's fantastic, and it's it's a really great space. So, um, yeah, playing those nice, intimate venues is just the, rela- the relationship you can build with the audience is, is beautiful. You can really share something special and hear a pin drop and, and, and go on a nice musical journey. So we're looking forward to it. As opposed to the old high school halls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. With bad sound, yeah. So, no, good sound goes a long way. I imagine that working in a 
good room with good sound, both good sound for the audience and the musos, where you can also hear the audience must be a really warming and encouraging thing for you as musicians to to be performing. Mm. Yeah, well, also as a great piano, that makes it a lot easier for me, right? I don't have to work as hard, right, when you have a good piano. <laughs> yeah. But that's just personally. But, yeah, the, the, the thing with the – it depends on the shape of the room. That's L got an L-shaped room, so you have to work really hard to make that room work, but everything's under your fingers, and you can be noisy. You can be like club – see, people get confused between concert and club date, so – or just a gig, right? So most gigs we do are club date gigs. So club like you should be able to talk and do stuff, but at the same time you should be able to entertain and be yourself. And that's why I love working with Axel and the guys and girls at that club. It's really good to work there. Axel, I have a question for you. Yes. Axel is an unusual first name. Was that your birth name or is that a No, Alexander was my birth name and I have two older brothers. One's four years, one's six years older, and they changed it to Axel when I was about two. They couldn't pronounce or spell or any, anything in regards to Alexander. Oh, so really? it got changed to excellence. Better stage name. So the only people that call me Alex is my mother and father, and it feels like I'm in trouble. Yeah. So Axel it is. <laughs> it is a fantastic name. Thank you. It's spelled uh, as in the car Axel, A-X-L-E, as opposed to the German spelling, which will be E-L. Yeah. So uh, sometimes there's a little mix-up there, but that's cool. Mm. Did you grow up in a musical or an artistic family? My mother used to run the Port Ferry Spring Music Festival, which is different to the Folk Festival. Um, so she's always been creative, but the rest of the family, not particularly. I was going to go into a career of agriculture. I grew up on a sheep and cropping farm and then had played music all my life, played drums, piano, trumpet for many years and started singing. Found that singing took less practice than any other <laughs> instrument, so I gravitated towards that, me being lazy. Yeah, and then I was, as I said, I was about to, I was about to go jackarooing when I um, left school, and then uh, Mum said, "Hey, go and check out this place called the the VCA, the College of the Arts." And um, so Mum could obviously see that your musical skill set needed to be further developed. Yeah, I think so, definitely. Did you start music, uh, the instrumentals, and singing at school, or was it something you did at home? It was at school. I remember my brother said, "If you join the choir, you get free donuts, and there's hot <laughs> chicks there." And so I was like, "Cool, free donuts and hot chicks, why not?" <laughs> Sounds and, like a reasonable way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I started singing and um, and really enjoyed it. And I suppose uh, the 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 freedom of jazz with being able to improvise and, as Steve says, break the rules and, and try new things and have a different musical conversation on stage than playing maybe just a sort of set song that really attracted me to. Uh, to, to jazz and I, I met Bob, uh, Steve's father Bob there he was a lecturer and he uh, only lasted about two years and he said listen come play with me and I'll teach you some stuff on the bandstand and I learned a lot more playing live than I did there and I'm not really someone who learns in institutions I'd rather do the job you know so yeah it's been an amazing journey Le- learn by practice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't imagine that the choir was specifically jazzy no very very choral very uh, baroque um, red gowns and White fleur, fr- frilly necks and uh, uh, and Barana we did, I remember, uh, which was an absolute blast with about 200 people. That was probably the highlight of my choir career. But um, no, jazz jazz and country and rock and roll, that's kind of my three, my three musical babies. Where did the jazz hint come into your, your lexicon? Jazz was a subject, actually, that I could do for senior school. Um, right. And so I was playing trumpet and, again, found singing, so gravitated towards that. But I remember mum took me and some friends to the Continental in Greville Street in the 90s, and I saw Vince Jones there. 
and Vince Jones, I just fell in love. It was one of those moments where, you know, when you just have an aha moment, it's like, that is what I want to do. And I saw him playing horn and singing. And from that moment on, I uh, wanted to be Vince Jones. And so decided to, right, let's take this seriously and have a crack. Well, it sounds like it was a good idea to, to go down that track. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was a great venue too, talking of good venues. The yeah, it was, back it in the was a great venue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Steve, what do you remember of the younger Axel Whitehead at the uh, time of the VCA? Well, it was interesting because Dad it was touring and I had to actually take his class and I first met Axel in his class, right, and uh, we gone well straight away, right? I think he might be a bit scared of me because I was a bit full on, right? Uh, <laughs> but I wasn't really. I'm just you – know, like I like to get things right, but we've, we've, we've gone right from the, the first time we've met each other, right? Um, because we, our philosophy is all connected in some sort of way, you know. Um, my philosophy is you don't tell no music what to do. You don't – you just let them, let them evolve organically. I think that's where Axel and I have worked really well together. But, you know, it's great because, you know, I love playing the piano, but, you know, telling a story through my fingers is great, but when someone tells a story through the voice and can take an old tune or a contemporary tune and really squeeze it really, really, really turns me on in terms of music musicality, you know. Mm. Axel, since that time, you spent some time acting both here in Australia and overseas. Mm. I think Home and Away, Shameless, Neighbours, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. but you've maintained your singing through that time? Yeah, absolutely. It was great to uh, be in the States and play some gigs on the side. I was doing a more sort of country rockabilly sort of project with a couple of guys over there. But music's where my, 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 where my heart is. Um, I kind of fell into acting and TV presenting and that sort of thing. It did pay the bills, so I thought, well, while it's, while it's working, keep on, uh, keep on money, making money while it's there. But to get back to, to, yeah, to playing, especially with Steve, and that's really where my heart is, and that's where I feel, uh, you know, I don't feel like I'm, uh, I don't have imposter syndrome when I'm singing. <laughs> I, I mean it and I love it, and yeah. It's, so, the, it's the real Axel White. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have some music of yours to have a listen to, Axel. Oh, okay. A what piece called have? Highway 85. Ah, we recorded this a long time ago. I think it was the, one of the, the second time I'd been in a studio. I did, did a record in, in late 90s, but then Steve, yeah, we put this EP together a while ago, didn't we? Yeah, certainly. Cool. Did. I haven't heard this for a long time. My guests on Bent Notes are pianist, educator and composer Steve Settergreen and singer and actor Axel Whitehead. You're listening to Joy 94.9. Greens and candy yams. Waiter says greens. We don't have that. You are listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. My guests on Bent Notes tonight are pianist, educator, and composer Steve Settergreen and singer and actor Axel Whitehead. Axel, last year you appeared on season three of The Masked Singer as the mullet. Yes. What was that experience like, performing inside a huge puppet? It was so bizarre, such a bizarre gig. I got the call quite late because I think someone had pulled out and they said, listen, can you jump in and sing Macho Man by the village people uh, in 24 hours and you'll be dressed as this big, fat bogan fish. <laughs> And uh, you couldn't, you could in those suits. You can't, you can barely hear anything. You can't breathe. You can't see anything. And it's, it's a, a, as far as a performer, it's actually a really hard job to do. 
they they do you do a little pre-record side of stage but most of it is actually the singing live to air so you've got a microphone strapped to your face which you can barely breathe as them <laughs> but it was a blast it was it was uh it was not so much a singing show but more in inhabiting the the character and what you could sort of do and luckily my character I could physically move a bit whereas some of the others are kind of quite rigid or tied up so mm. yeah it was it was very bizarre but a lot of fun very sweaty too a combination really of acting and yeah, singing absolutely absolutely did you find it freeing to be acting behind a mask where no one knew who you were definitely very freeing and on two ways that yeah no one knows who you are but secondly to sing a uh, a bunch of different styles of music i mean we i was doing some you know some rock some pop some reggae all different things so Having that challenge was awesome, but it is. You just, you can become anything and anyone. So it was, yeah, that aspect was was awesome. It was brilliant. When you're up there in the puppet performing, Mm -hmm. how do you manage to maintain a sense of continuity of what you're doing and not seeing the the funny side of it too much while you're performing? How do you keep a straight face? That's a question. How do you keep a straight face? You just have to embrace it. You get some very weird gigs in this industry. And uh, again, if it's paying the bills, let's have a crack. As long as it's not too crazy. Yeah, you just have to embrace it. I mean, it's it's a, it's a very goofy family entertainment show. And, and the crazier you are and the more fun you embrace it, then, then it's good. If you start to judge it and look at it, you know, through through sort of the wrong eyes, that that's where the audience or yourself can start to wrestle, and it it doesn't feel right. You've just got to embrace it and just balls to the wall and have a crack. So embracing the character and going for it, exactly. So it's just another acting gig. It, that's exactly right. right. Absolutely. When you're in the states, I hear that you got to perform at uh, a number of the great clubs of the states, two in particular, the Green Mill and the Baked Potato. How did those experiences affect you? Were you were you in awe? of the fact that you were working on the same stage as so many other great performers? I One of my, probably my f- most favourite jazz vocalist would be Kurt Elling. And I didn't know about the Green Mill. There's a, there's a famous jazz uh, venue. Steve's played the Green Mill in Chicago. And Kurt Elling um, recorded a live album there. We were over there to uh, watch some mixed martial arts, actually. And I thought, while we're there, I've got to go to the Green Mill and uh, managed to sit in with the band and... Came back later that night and played another set with them, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a bit of an out of body experience when you get on stage and you just know who has played there, and um, and yeah, I could tick it off the bucket list. So it was good. The sound wasn't great, actually. Talking about good, good, uh, good sound in venues, it was crap. <laughs> oh, that's a pity. But maybe it was just the sound guy was having a bad night that night. But uh, <laughs> but no, it was an amazing experience, and. Um, yeah, when you go to America and you just know the history there and to be walking the stage was incredible. So, yes, looking forward to going back at some point. Now you're home in Australia. Mm. You're staying for, for long? I think so, yeah. I would love to go back and do a little bit more acting. Um, but, yeah, very happy to be back in Australia. During COVID, I was um, around the Macedon Ranges uh, living up there and, and sort of doing a bit of you know gardening and farming work and planting lots of bits and pieces and... Yeah, but being back in Australia is great. The family's here, travelling between here and Sydney, doing um, hopefully a bit of TV work later on in the year. And there's so many great venues in, in Melbourne, and Melbourne's got the healthiest live scene in the country, and, you know, the best musos are here. So, mm. Talking about musos, you're working with both Bob and Steve in coming weeks. What do you look forward to when you know that you're working with either Bob or Steve or both? The fact that I don't know 
what's going to happen on stage. That's that is the thrill, and <laughs> we know that the, we. I know what the song is. I know what key it is, but I have no idea how it's going to start or how it's going to finish. And 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 that that is so exciting. It just keeps me on edge. And uh, and I think the audience love that too because we can see the humour. We can play little musical jokes with each other where you might start as a ballad and then it'll go into some sort of big funk thing. And you can push each other and sort of tease each other, and, and that's that's the joy. You're also with uh, you're with Bob at Jono's Piano Bar in Paran on Saturday, June the 18th. Yes. A simple duet arrangement. Is it simple? Well, it's probably a bit more work when you don't have a band behind you. Um, you've got to sort of fill that sound out. It's 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 a different approach. Steve and I were just doing a duo gig at the SB a couple of weeks ago. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's great to be able to share the solos round and and, and create a band sound. But um, yeah, I suppose you've got to work a little harder as a duo gig. So that's going to be good fun. Then um, Steve and I are going to be together at Bird's Basement on the first of July. You will uh, with Andy Swan and Tim Kim May. Oh, Kim May is playing bass. Great, yeah. awesome, fantastic, fantastic band. Yeah, it's going to be a good band. It's going to be fun. <laughs> with with Axel as the headliner this time, Steve. Yes, of course. Yes. yes that was the plan. We want to, we're going to see him do more gigs in Melbourne if we can, you know. <laughs> Axel, what do you look forward to when you're working with Steve as you will be at Birds? And what are we going to hear? When he's laughing on stage, I know that we're doing the right thing because oh, we're excellent. pushing each other musically. But again, it's just it's just that 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 ability to 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 push push the rhythm to push the ideas, and Steve is just his 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 sensitivity to to ideas and to to especially working with singers. He's got he just compliments the song and the singer and the ideas so beautifully. So it's it's a real pleasure, you know. And it's it's uh, and I learn I learn working with these musicians that have so much more experience and are way better than me. You know, you surround yourself with better people and and you grow. It's going to be a really, really good evening, so please come out, um, support live music, and come and have a blast. Most importantly, yep. support that live music. For mm. more information about Axel performing with Bob at Jono's Piano Bar in Pran, search your favourite browser for Axel Whitehead and Jono's Piano Bar and click the link. For more information about Axel performing with Steve Settergreen and his trio at Bird's Basement, go to birdsbasement.com and click on the image of Axel Friday, July 1. Steve and Axel, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you both here in studio. We've heard about you before, Steve. It's been great to hear about you, Axel, in terms of your pre-2000 music and how you got into the, the jazz world. It's mm, been great. Thank you very much for having me. And we, yeah. As I said, we'd love to come back and play something in the foyer. That space would be beautiful. We will have to arrange something there, I, I think. We, we will make a note after this. and We certainly will, David. We'll have a ball, you know. <laughs> right. Oh, yes, it will be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And thank you to uh, supporting jazz and, and all the great work that you do too. It's, uh, it's, there's not many jazz-centric and improvised uh, you know, shows on air, so it's really, really special. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure indeed, Axel. Thanks very much. My guests, are we, I should say that we're going to listen to a piece of music from Vince Jones in just a moment called Old Mother Earth Knows. So take you back to your time when you heard Vince Jones Absolutely. many, many years My ago. My first idol. My guests on Bent Notes have been pianist, educator and composer Steve Settergreen and singer and actor Axel Whitehead. You're listening to Joy 94.9.
You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.